You are listening to You Heard It Here Second. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or DerekAndSteve.com. Subscribe and follow today. And it's not, he's not just like Ken Jennings, like where he's yeah. good at Jeopardy. He's demolishing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Derek and Steve present. As far as what I can see now, Brand is the biggest waste of a character storyline I think I've ever seen in a TV show if this is it. Um, I don't want Davos Seaworth to die. <laughs> He's going to die. James Harden was injured. Both of his eyes, I think, were injured. So this week's Cozy Book Corner, I won't spend a lot of time on it because this book is trash. <laughs> Who can be the biggest whiners? You heard it here second. Hello and welcome to episode number 130 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, what is happening? What is happening, Derek? You need to ask me different questions. Right. You just have to. How I'm- is the weather, Steve? <laughs> in weather's Florida, great. it's great. You know nice. the weather's great. Yeah, it's yeah. true. The weather's How's the weather great. in Boston? I want to hear it. weather's better today, but it's been raining yeah. for the last eight years. So um, Yeah, it's been raining a lot, I've heard. Yeah, so today broke... Broke a long stretch. I wasn't able to legally drink the last time it was not raining. So, <laughs> yeah. um, well, congrats so it's a, it's on a getting good, through the rainy it's season. It's a good streak breaker. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so here uh, we go. Episode 130. We're back after just one, just one week, eight days. I know. Yeah. Can As we promised. handle this much, Derek and Steve. The fans need our takes on Game of Thrones. So that was, that's the primary driving force behind us doing this again. We act, for the Just so the fans know, we actually have been texting each other about how how much we just need to get out like we just need to vent and, and we have no other it. outlets saving it so <laughs> yes. like imagine so, like imagine a bunch of air needs to be ventilated but you blocked all the vents for like five days that's three three days that's our that's, that's our a situation really bad metaphor Derek. It's, it's our situation it's venting ventilation you just described venting <laughs> that's what it is and this is well. three days built up of venting to happen so well but get get freaking ready <laughs> so, um, but I'm before ready. we do that, uh, we are going to start with Game of Thrones, and then uh, we've got some sports news, just basketball this week. But we do have an opening drive. Um, I am not proud of this opening drive, <laughs> <laughs> but because I'm a straight shooter, because we are an honest podcast that plays all sides, is that right, Derek? That is correct. <laughs> we will be playing a clip of most likely one of my worst takes, so... This is my worst take that I'll ever have. Please play the clip. He comes in second at the PGA Championship. He doesn't win, which I, I, I hold true to it. He will not win a tournament this year. He will not win a tournament this year. I will take anybody's bets if you want to take <laughs> my bets. I've been saying it for a long time, and I stand, I stand true to it. He will not win. Okay. <laughs> so not only did I... Bet the Tiger wouldn't win a tournament. Um, he also happened to win the Masters. Um, so yes. that was a very bad take. Um, and here on the podcast, we do have Sean Cornell, who actually found this take. We brought him into the studio to explain how he found it and how bad that take actually was. Sean, please please give, give the audience members a, a look into how bad my take was. Yeah, that was... Uh... I was just scrolling through the old pod, the old podcast on a uh, rainy Sunday, and uh, 
found that one deep, deep down there. And uh, now I'm glad that I could get to be here and hold you accountable for that, Steve. It's it's <laughs> tough to look you in the eyes, Sean. It is tough to look you in the eyes after that take. Um, are you a, are you a tiger guy, Sean? Uh, not a big tiger guy. No, more of a Phil guy. I'm yeah. a Phil guy too. Yeah. That's where my take should have gone. Is <laughs> Phil's better than Tiger? But instead, it went to Tiger will never win another tournament. Derek, I'm sure you've had similar takes. You were oh, with yeah. me on this. So you're not. This... You're, you're not getting off scot free. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Um, I was definitely not as anti-Tiger as you, but I was certainly not in in opposition to your take at the time. I was probably like, yeah, I don't think he'll win a tournament this year. That's probably would have been my reaction. Not like a no <laughs> chance, no chance. But. Um, so I was I, I was anti Tiger podcast listeners I was anti Tiger, um, but I think the listeners should also take a cue from Sean because there's more of these out there for sure. Oh like, God, for you, yeah. For <laughs> I need I, one I, on you. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested to see who which which of us has had more awful takes that turned out to be awful takes. Um, so the listeners that can, are, are that free. Stings. The listeners are free to go find takes like this. And if you find one, you are welcome onto the podcast to talk yeah. about it. Also, here's a here's a, a call to action too, is that <laughs> we if you hear something funny or you like a clip, um, let us know the timestamp. Just send us the episode and timestamp and we'll include it in the intro. Yeah. Because we have to go back and re listen to our own podcast, which is kind of counterproductive. We doing it every time. So if we get timestamps, we'll put it in the um, intro. So um, Sean, you you may have started a movement here. Um, hopefully, it's not just all my bad takes. But, um, Funny takes are any, good too. Sean, do you have any faith in my sports takes or my Game of Thrones takes moving forward? Uh, not not really. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to find out. Do you have any faith in my ability to be an attorney due to due to such a bad take? You have to earn my trust back, Steve. Yeah. You have to earn it. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. You know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my final drive is going to be a topic that you enjoy. Fair enough? Yeah, I like it. All right. Good trade. Good um, trade. Cool. Well, Sean nice. knows nothing about Game of Thrones and uh, <laughs> very little about basketball, so this will be your goodbye. You're only on for the uh, opening drive. Do you have anything to say to the listeners, to all your fans? Not really. You know, I just I, I I feel like one of those fans that you know, long time listener, first time caller, and I just feel really proud to be here. So you know, it's a it's a great moment, and uh, I, I hope someone else can appreciate this one day. Yes. Experience this. We absolutely will. And um, do you want to shout out anybody? Uh, yeah, shout out to my mom. You know, if you're if you're listening, and I, I just want to say that I love you and happy uh, belated Mother's Day. Wow. Nice. nice. That's a good one. Not even Ricky. You don't want to shout out Ricky. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll uh, we're gonna grab some beers with him later. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give him a shout out too. Um. And one thing, we will have Sean back on, but Sean's specialties are, are very niche. So when we talk about sailing or cycling, you're on, dude. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, I'll be your guy. I'll be your sailing and cycling when's the, guy. When's the America's Cup? Like that, the big sailing uh, tournament. Uh, it's uh, it's in the early stages. I think it's not even until 2021 now is the next event. Um, is it off? Is it off the coast of Clearwater in, it's, in the uh, Gulf of Mexico? Unfortunately, not. It's down in New Zealand. But <laughs> the uh, but the American team is actually training in Pensacola, Florida, oh. uh, right now. So Sweet. 
they they're uh, all set up with their millions of dollar facility and that's where they're doing their training so Dope. that's pretty cool cool nice. well yeah. As it gets closer, you'll be our guy. You'll be our uh, sailing insider. Uh, I'd love to We've be needed a sailing you. insider yeah. for a long time. We have. We've been out. So. We've been without one. Yeah. Cool. All right, Sean. Um, you can say goodbye, and uh, we'll move on. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, man. See you. Thanks, Sean. Alrighty, so Game of Thrones time, uh, season eight, episode five, the penultimate episode of the series, aired this past Sunday. The primary driving force why we are back on one week off because we need to talk about Game of Thrones, and presumably we will probably do this again next week to talk about the finale, which is next Sunday. Um, so Game of Thrones season eight, episode five. Um, I don't know where to begin. So, uh, what are what are your your knee jerk reactions to episode five? Okay, so we are out on an island here. We are in uncharted territory. Yeah. So we talked about this last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember when it was. It was last week. Um, we I was not totally out on Game of Thrones. I'm not jumping. I'm not jumping ship just because. It's not meeting expectations. Um, it's I'm not I'm not a guy who's going to overanalyze every single thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. I am trending towards this is bad. We are <laughs> these are this is a almost a very bad season now, and I'm nervous because I don't want Game of Thrones to go out like this. I really don't. Um, yeah. This. So let's. I'm going to run through things that we're going to talk about. Sure. And then we'll go. We'll go step by step because I've got too many thoughts to to just rant about it all at yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. Let's stay a little organized. Let's lay our outline down here. Let's. Here's the outline. The agenda for today: Danny burning the city to the ground. Easy. Yeah. Cersei and Jaime dying in the Red Keep, underneath uh, underneath the castle or whatever, uh, by rocks, dying by rocks. Yep. The Clegane Bowl. Yep. Gregor versus Sandor Clegane. Varys' death, and I've got a little uh, piece of information for Ooh. you about that. I'm not sure if you've no- noticed anything, but I may tell you something okay. that you enjoy. Um, missing characters. There's a few missing characters, yep. a.k.a. people who are not there or people who are, who are not doing anything. <laughs> um, similarly, who is the most useless person this season? Right. Um, and okay. we're going to have, and it's going to be tough. This season specifically. This season. Who has been the most useless character? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And it's it's a tough battle. I'm going to tell you. That is a real that. tough battle. <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're just talking about this season, that's a real tough battle. Right. So, so I'm going to kick it off to you, Derek. Let's start it off with. Okay. Yep. Which, with which something I think everyone kind of saw coming. They, they did a very poor job, or they. It was very heavy-handed. Like, yes. oh, the bells. Just don't forget about the bells when they <laughs> ring. Don't kill anyone. Um, so, Danny, the Tyrion, and Varys, and whoever else says, "Hey, FYI." Oh, Sansa says it too. Danny's a crazy person. Um, haven't you noticed this season? This season, she's been crazy. And they're like, "No, nope, she's not crazy. We love her. She's my queen." 
they're like, no, she's a psycho. Um, Tyrion tries to warn her that um, the bells, like, oh, in, in King's Landing, if they ring the bells, the uh, the people are giving up or something. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. You can like, take the, the city, city without killing everyone if right. they ring the bell. Um, so they And they said it 15 times in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just it was almost like the crypt again. They're like, don't forget, the crypt yeah. is the safest place yeah. in Winterfell. Yeah. Never forget. Um, so, Danny goes ahead, burns everyone to the ground, burns every single person in King's Landing, every building, every person, including um, many of her own. Like many, many of her of own the, die from this. Many of her own. Many of the buildings she she, she could possibly use as queen. Um, she burns <laughs> it all. So, Derek, first take on Danny oh. becoming the Mad Queen, basically. So I just I just hated it. Um like so Danny comes in, first part of the episode, Dragon comes in, starts burning people, right? Okay. So she's chosen to take the city this way. That was not unexpected, right? She tried to negotiate and they they cut Masande's head off. So yeah, right. that negotiation was never gonna work. We knew that she was going to attack by dragon, burning everything. And, and one if by land, two if by sea, three if by dragon. <laughs> if by dragon, <laughs> and you know this starts this starts out well. Danny has it actually this time comes from the direct line of the sun, so they don't see her as easily, right? They're like squinting, trying to figure out what's happening. So she's not just taking a victory lap like she did last time when yes. her dragon got killed. She approaches perfectly, takes out the the main uh, scorpion that is being manned by Euron and company. And then just methodically goes through and is like taking out every scorpion they have, just burning yeah. every single weapon that could kill a dragon and and really doing minimal damage to civilians. Almost none, actually. She, like she's uh, going around. Go almost, unreal, almost unrealistically almost, destroying yeah. all those things. Yeah. Because like, you're on you're on sniped a dragon from a thousand yards with one of those things yeah. and now a whole city's worth can't hit one. I'm I was confused by that. Yeah. And now like now. Now she's like in the matrix dodging bullets and like going around every single one. And she literally takes out all of them. So she destroys every scorpion that they have. Um, and she she wipes out a few sections of the armies, but has not touched any civilians, doesn't kill any civilians. And you're like, wow, she did this perfectly. And if you are to take and and, and the part that agitates me and, and I'm going to get to this in a second, but it's the. It's the Twitter reaction that I've seen and like the general fan reaction that I've seen that's like, oh yeah, like this has been foreshadowed for for the whole time, right? Like her no, becoming the Mad Queen. No, it has not. Her character I hate arc that too. Her character arc the entire show, the entire show, has been that she's ruthless and she will absolutely kill or burn alive anyone who's a traitor to her, who betrays her. But she has never once in the whole show showed disregard for civil innocent civilians not right. one time the entire eight seasons so don't give me that crap that this was foreshadowed it was I agree not with you. um her approach was pe- perfect yeah go ahead pe- pe- people keep pulling up that quote where she's like i will take back what's mine with fire and blood and you're like yeah but you're not like you've never done that yeah but but in that quote she says like those who like my enemies or something like yeah. it's always about people that stand in her way of the throne like, like she's never like all those slate, all the, um, the, the unsullied, like, masters, the, yeah. the, like uh-huh. the, she freed them all and took them as her army. Like literally the army at King's Landing lays, lays down their swords. 
they're like, we're, we're going to join you. And like her whole issue of not having anyone love her. Like it was right there. Like they would have loved her if, if she took out Cersei, spared the rest of them, like didn't kill everyone. <laughs> like, like, so I just hated that character flip because it was all triggered by just nothing. Like, like it was triggered by Masande, I think. And that's it. And like, it feels because they cut between her and Grey Worm a lot during that moment, and like mm-hmm. it just feels like it's all about the fact that they killed Masande, who granted was one of Danny's best friends and one of her closest allies. But like, I don't know. It just, I just hated, I hated everything after the point. You, you know the tense moment where it's looking to every character's face and like, is she going to continue killing everyone or like? Just go straight to Cersei. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm I'm supposed to believe that she's not about to kill everyone. Well, right, but but the opportunity was so easy for her to just go kill Cersei. Like Cersei right. is standing on like a perch, like twenty stories high. Like for and an, Danny for has an hour a, and a half for, for for like yeah for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> and Danny has a dragon, and Cersei is the only thing left. Like she could go burn Cersei, and it's over. Like and she's now the queen. So yeah, right. so that's yeah. I hated it. I hated that okay. part of the episode. So that is correct. You have the correct take. <laughs> um, I do. I, I I will say, I like this idea. I like the fact that like okay, now we have to decide between Danny yeah. and John or whoever. Yeah. Like I like, I like that Danny has become a, a polarizing character because she was very lovable. I just you're right. I don't like the way they did it. Yeah, it was just one episode, two episodes worth of like, oh no, now she's. Now the the insanity switch has has flipped. Yeah. And now she's insane. Like no, yeah. that's not how it works. No. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you're right. I didn't like that. Um. A lot of people in the world named their kids Daenerys and named their kids Khaleesi. Tough are probably look. probably tough. hating that. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough look. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, but that's that's going to get resolved next episode like obviously because yep. that's the main that's the main issue yeah. it's now John um, versus Danny uh, an underlying issue and a a very one that i hated the most i think um are Cersei and Jamie a how they died b the type of people they were when they died and the season that they had the eighth season yeah i mean maybe they're not dead we didn't like see them that is die true. that is true but Assuming they died in the crumbling rocks, I want your thoughts on the Cersei Jamie uh, storyline. Sure. Um, so I hated this too. Um, yeah. And you know we are talking about specific things that we hate. I'm. It's not. I will say it's not like I'm out on Game of Thrones. Kind of like you said before. Uh, I'm not there yet as far as calling it bad. We'll see how it ends. But like you've mentioned offline, I think like we've waited. I mean, it, like, there were how many bets do you think were placed, like, in, on who in, would on, kill on Vegas yeah. and, and on who would kill Cersei and what what are, what's happening with those? Like, how does that get paid out? Is that is that Danny? Like, who? Like, so so yeah. that just like was so unsatisfying. There's also Jamie's character arc, which several times throughout these last two episodes, it's like, all right, he's obviously got some plan, right? Like, like he wasn't being serious to Brienne, right? When he's just like, oh, I'm evil. I'm going back. I decided yeah. I'm. I decided I actually have hate in my heart, so I'm going to yeah, go back and join yeah. up with Cersei. Like, I spent I'm, eight seasons. I spent eight seasons finally becoming a good person, or like uh, at least a confusingly good person. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, ooh, I forgot. I'm bad. Yeah, like, like literally, I, I forgot. To be bad. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm evil, so I'm going to go back to Cersei. And like, and, and so 
and and this last thing, which is something that I mentioned last episode as a theory, and you actually you kind of got mad because you were like, "That's so gonna happen." It's like I wish I didn't hear it. It should have happened, and it didn't. Which is that that Arya yeah. and Jamie are both roaming around this rub this rubble that is like like the all the, the, same the wreckage. They're they're right there. They are like they they can't be more than twenty yards apart, like based on where they were, and they're both gone for a second. And and Cersei is just like crying and like walking around and then Jamie appears out of nowhere and it's like yes Arya just killed Jamie and took his fate Jamie was about to die anyway because he got stabbed three times by Euron for no reason like yeah like, like a, we have an oh. unnecessary Jamie Euron battle and yeah we get, gets, that's, an, that's another thing. he gets stabbed multiple times so it's all right there for the taking Arya will just kill Jer- Jamie and then Cersei will be like oh my god yes Jamie I, I'm so happy to see you and then Arya, Arya will kill her it was just perfect. And I was waiting perfect. for it to happen. Even after they hugged, I was like, oh, she's really playing the long con here by hugging her and yeah. then killing her. Yeah. No, nothing. Like, oh, that aggravated me so much. It was so me ripe too. to happen. It was like, it, and the thing is, it wouldn't have changed a thing. No, it just would have been good writing. It would have changed a thing, right? It, it would have been good writing because, and, and I'll let you give your take in, like after I this last thought here, which is, and we've mentioned it several times, there are characters that have well-documented and and tried and true abilities and powers that have been focused on that they are not using and like right. that was another example and so instead and it reminds me of, a, of something I had read online that was like the writers are kind of like it almost since this became so TV oriented after it, out, it outpaced the books I think the writers are are ashamed of the fantasy level like I think the writers are trying to to use realism as a grounding like thing in this show when it's not a realistic show like you need to embrace the fantasy elements of the show because they're it it doesn't appear like they're doing so so what what, what do you think my thoughts are the same it's one of those things where jamie uh, i i liked the jamie i like jamie as a character i think his his arc was really great like good bad good bad good i hated that he was just like oh brianne by the way still bad so like i gotta (laughs) go (laughs) um one thing I, I think Cersei deserved better. I mean, she was one of the best villains in the history of yeah. television, in my opinion. Just like nasty, just terrible, and but vicious and, and aggressive and and devious. Like she she had it all. And the last episode, yeah. I don't think she spoke to more than two people. I think it was just Kyburn and Jamie. And when she spoke, she was sad and crying, and it was kind of pathetic. And, yeah, and she got she. There was no big moment, no big death. I feel like that's what they're doing with everyone. Like, I don't. No one's having any last was, words before they die, and whatever Jamie and Cersei said, it's like only about us. You're like, what? Who? No, it's about everyone. This, this is Game of Thrones. Yeah. This uh, this like this conniving nasty villain that has been here for eight seasons spends that whole episode getting destroyed having no counterattack. the only like like she her advisor comes to her five times in the episode and he's like what are we what should we do like they're killing us right now and she's like yeah. no we'll we're gonna fight like we'll, we'll hold we'll be fine like and she just says right. we'll be fine the whole time <laughs> and then she's like just put get another scorpion and shoot the dragon he's like the scorpions have all been destroyed and she's like, uh, it's fine. We're, we're, we'll fight hard. Like We're cool. Like, we're cool. Like, <laughs> this is so out of character. It's yeah. insane. And then, and then like when they're walking down the stairs and she's like terrified and like, and mountain starts oh, yeah. to leave 
her side. She's like, stay here. Stay with me. Like, she's now this, like, whimpering, like, it, uh, it was just so, it was such a transformation, and she showed no fight whatsoever. And then she's crying by the time she gets to the bottom of the stairs. She hasn't cried, like, ever. <laughs> like, she yeah. only cries if her kids, if her ch- children die. It's the only time she's cried the whole show. Right. And now she's just I breaking was, down in tears. I was very upset with, she just, I, you're, I, I just think she deserved better. You're right. Yeah. So, it, it makes me mad. So, let, let's move on to the next big thing, which... I'm kind of glad that they did because people were asking for it and it's probably the better, one of the better parts of the last episode, but the Clegane Bowl. Yeah. Gregor versus Sandor. That we, Everyone kind of knew this was happening. Gregor was, was going to do that the entire time. Um, the Hound versus the Mountain. So what were your thoughts on uh, the Clegane Bowl? Yeah, so um, you're right. It was anticipated and it was, it was wanted. People wanted the Clegane Bowl for a while. Um, in a vacuum, the Clegane game bowl was pretty good. I thought like, uh, I thought it was a good fight scene. You know, I think it's, uh, the, the relentlessness and the difficulty of killing the mountain is obviously difficult, um, near impossible, uh, harder, harder to kill than the night King. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the, the battle lived up to the hype, but again, it's his placement in the episode that has me just like it. it all, I don't want to say it ruins it, but like, I, like I'm no longer on the edge of my seat, invested and anticipated in what's going to happen. Like, because the city's cause burning, the city's down. burning down, and Cersei left. Like Cersei, like is like, oh, excuse me, I'm going to squeeze by here, and she goes down the stairs and like is gone. Like, and so and so, Gregor and Sander are just sitting, are fighting on this staircase with no one around. Kyburn's been killed, like just which is kind of funny, but yeah, <laughs> just gets tossed down the stairs and dies. Um, and so now there is no consequence any longer to this battle. Like whereas the whole eight seasons, you're like, well, whenever this battle happens, there's big time consequence, right? Because like, yeah. if the mountain is killed in this battle, then the hound is probably going to kill Cersei right after that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that's like this is a big high stakes thing, and then the stakes were lowered to basically nothing as was shown by the fact that they just kind of died together. So like, yeah, again, like just, I thought terrible execution of what were really promising storylines for a long time. Uh, I don't know. That was my, that was my takeaway from the cooking bowl. I agree. I mean, my thing is I appreciated it. This is one of those things where they had to do it. Yeah. They, people have been asking for it. The fight itself was pretty good. Like I enjoyed that. Gregor, he 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 did the eye pop thing and yeah, yeah. stabbed him in the head. Didn't die. I thought the way they died was good. I just thought it was super cheapened by the constant cuts to Arya running away. Oh yeah, like the like it was it was a fight and then Arya being like trampled and then a fight and then Arya almost yeah, getting that was weird. killed yeah. by a building. Then a fight and then Arya almost getting burned. I was like, what's what's happening here? Like, can I just watch there the fight? There is no tie to this. Like, yeah. Like, I've, like, I've seen Arya almost die a lot this season. Like, almost, almost die. Oh, no. Is she going to, is she, yeah. like, just kill her or don't. Like, I yeah. don't need to, I don't need 45 minutes of someone almost dying every episode. Yeah. Um, And it, and it, I wanted to watch the Clegane Bowl and every once in a while, it just kept, it was like choppy and that was the only thing I didn't like. But you're right. In a vacuum, these two fighting, good fight. Glad it happened, and I think good ending to the fight. So, yeah, fine, fair enough. Um, beginning of the episode, we do have Varys's death. Mm-hmm. You know who Varys is the the whisperer, the the what's his name, the spider whisperer. What's his? Uh, I don't I don't the, remember his. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, did you catch? 
catch at the very beginning of the episode what he was doing. I believe he was writing letters that told the whole heritage thing and was sending them out. The little girl comes in and says she's not eating. Varys was trying to poison Danny. Yes, that's right. That's right. I the did. little girl comes in and goes, she's not eating. He goes, are you sure? Have and he you said, tried? we'll try goes, again yes. at supper. Right. Try again. And she's like, I'm nervous. They're watching me. Like, why would she be nervous yeah. about feeding Danny? Yeah. yeah. Varys was, was trying, trying to, to kill Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Varys is the real OG, man. <laughs> he knew. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and they, they did foreshadow that a little with his discussions with Tyrion. And Tyrion was trying right. to get him not to do that. And Varys was very intently trying to make sure that Jon Snow would become the king by just killing Danny before any of this stuff happened. So yeah, he was he was on top of it for sure. Smart dude. Um, he was a smart dude. But and so yeah, and he sent he did send out a bunch of letters though. Like like so the impression I, I don't yeah. know to who, but but the impression the I got was that he spread the secret. Was that was and I don't know if that was explicitly said or not, but I got that impression that he had sent letters because like they showed him multiple times like writing. And it was like, who's he writing to? Like, everybody's there. So, like, mm-hmm. who's he? And he knows Sansa. He knows that Sansa knows because she's the one who told everybody. So, who's he telling? He's not sending it to Winterfell, like, because she knows already. So, he's. I think he's sending it to whoever else is out there. I don't know. And I, I, I assume it's going to play in next episode. Um, so, yeah. So, I just want to say, pour one out for Varys because he actually, he's the one character this season who was like, wow. Look, this guy's doing something. Yeah. He he's actually making moves and he's right. Yeah. Everyone else is wrong and making bad moves. Yeah. So, um last but not least, we'll we'll do a quick um quickly, did you we lost out on the bronze storyline and the iron iron um islands lady storyline or just Yara yeah. or just I, yeah, I don't just know. Be like, yeah. Just, just I guess we're not doing like, that. All right, well, they're out. Yeah. They just went and did their thing. Guess so. so. Yeah. Didn't get any from them. Maybe next episode. We don't know. Yeah. What was. Um, so I got it. Because yeah, Bronn threatened to kill Jamie and Tyrion. Right. Right. And the. What For, was, for what was Cersei. The exchange? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He's supposed to get like. Uh, I the forget. The veil. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The veil, I think. Yeah. I don't know. So there's another anyway, thing that doesn't really get. Doesn't which materialize. Leads us nicely into my next question. Who is the most useless character this season? Okay. Here are your options. John, mm-hmm. Danny, mm-hmm. the Night King, mm-hmm. the Golden Company, <laughs> Bran, Cersei, Euron Greyjoy, Bronn, Brienne of Tarth, and Samwell. Okay. That's, All of those yeah. in their own right have been useless. Yeah. Most most characters this season have been useless, right. except Arya and Sansa. Yeah. Um, so quickly, we'll run through it. John is John useless. John is so. All right. Give me, the, give me a quick, quick hit. Quick. My my quick analysis on this is that I'm going to give these relative to their expectations coming into the season. Right. Because I think some of these have I had no expectation of them being useful, so I don't really you know <laughs> yeah. yeah they're not useful like Bron I didn't expect to be useful and he's not. Um, so John, relative to expectations, I think is the least useful character on this list relative to his expectations. Least useful. Um, he's done. He's done nothing except for say that he doesn't want to be the king like, this whole season, and and look like he has a stomach ache yes. every once in a while. Like, <laughs> like oh, oh no. Oh. Although he's he did, everyone. he did save that girl by killing one of his own army who would not stop fighting. He did do that one so. thing this season. You're right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's my take on John. All right, Dan, Danny, uh, 
Targaryen. I, I won't Daenerys. say she's been useless because she's just been. Right. She hasn't been what we wanted her to be, but she's not been useless. So what are we going to go? Very, with? She's been very impactful. So I, I would say she's the most impactful on this list. It just didn't we'll not in the way impactful. that anybody okay. wanted. That's what I would say. How about the Night King? The Night King. Are we are we picking like a word here? What, what is the? Uh, we just go. Just the Night King. Just give me your thoughts. The Night on King. Use, useful versus not useful. Night Night King. Not useful. At all. Thumbs down. <laughs> Thumb, huge thumbs down. Has huge expectations. Single... Huge central storyline of seven seasons. Doesn't do anything for one episode and dies. Kills Theon. Yes. Kills one person. Kills Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> yeah. Eight His seasons. crowning accomplishment is killing Theon Greyjoy. Kill death ratio of one. Yes. One to zero. Yeah. One to one. <laughs> one to one. <laughs> uh, the Golden Company. The Golden and that Company. Guy... <laughs> totally useless. Totally they, they were hired. Useless. They held up for about four minutes and then laid their swords down. <laughs> it's, right, it's completely useless. Um, that we we got all this buildup about oh the north's their north's they got depleted. The oh, yeah. they have the 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 sniper crossbow things. Oh no, Pfft, nothing. Nothing. Um, Bran. Don't get me started on Bran. Bran, <laughs> Bran is the most. <laughs> yeah. if, if we're gonna expand the scope beyond season eight and go. Full time. Brandon is the most useless character in television history. Wow. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the biggest waste of time character I have ever seen in a TV show, ever. Wow. Like, do you realize how long we spent having multiple characters spare, like, put their entire life on the line to save Bran and transport Bran to places because Bran was the key to everything? Bran mm. was the secret. Bran has all these powers. He's the most, he has the most ability of any character in the entire show. And he has been taking a nap for the entire season, <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Taking a so taking yes, a snooze. don't give me the garbage that that was him at the end sending an Uber in the form of a horse for Arya. <laughs> don't give me that because if that if that was him, it makes it even worse because okay. he waited till the entire city died and Arya wakes up from a coma two days later, covered in ash to send help. Don't give right. me that about Bran. <laughs> All right. Noted. I love that take. Good job, Derek. Um, how about Cersei? Cersei um, Lannister. Yeah. Cersei, like you said, is very useless this season. She's just been kind of like meek and like just nothing. What, what has she even done? Nothing this season. She killed Missande. Yeah, that's it. And, and married a guy who is just a guy. Yeah. He, and <laughs> ended up dying just a guy. She 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 married she married the extra that wandered over from the Pirates of the Caribbean set and, yeah. and ended up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, uh, your Game of Thrones takes are on fire right now. Um, speaking that, that, of one, on, that one I saw from Twitter, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, nice. Speaking of on fire, how useless was Euron Greyjoy and the Iron Fleet? That would be extremely useless. Um, yes. they, I'm not going to say the most useless no, they on did, this list. They did kill a dragon. They killed one dragon. Yeah. In relative fat, like if... The episode before when he kills that dragon must be like <laughs> a Hail Mary. Like, what's the most improbable thing that's ever happened in sports? It must have been that. Well, because but, but it was he that. had one shot hundreds of miles away, hits the dragon in the neck. But yes, it was that. And then they have a, I was just say, and then they have a, the whole city lined with the things and they can't hit, they can't even come close to hitting the dragon. Yeah. So it was the Hail Mary thing, but it was also whatever the equivalent of that is. But, it being badly the other team's fault for being stupid, like so that's yeah. that's what it was. That was like the right. butt. That was like a butt fumble, return for a touchdown, with one second left. 
To win the Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, to advance the Super Bowl because there's still yeah. one dragon left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Braun. Braun of the Blackwater. So Tyrion's friend Braun, who was absent this episode. Total um unnecessary TV edition. I don't know if this was a contractual obligation to put Braun in the show <laughs> in the in this in the third to last episode. I don't know what you know. He shows up with a crossbow ready to kill Jamie and Tyrion. Everyone knows he's not going to actually kill them. Makes a makes a threat and then they promise him some more money than Cersei does and he's like, "Okay, sure. Sounds good." Talk, he's like, if, "Talk to you after the battle. Talk to you after the war. <laughs> if, yeah. if you don't also, follow sneaks, through on this, I'll kill sneaks, you." Also, he sneaks into Winterfell like nothing with a big <laughs> <Yeah>. crossbow. <laughs> like How's that happen? Yeah. Anyway, so and I liked Bronn. Me Bronn too. deserved better Me too. too. Uh, how about Brienne of Tarth? Um Yeah, useless. <laughs> um, she, she did get knighted. She did get knighted, but then failed to have a significant death scene. This is the other thing. All these characters yeah. didn't even become a part of the battle at King's Landing. Why didn't they die in the Why Battle of go? Winterfell? Like, Why didn't Brienne go? Or protecting that too. Sansa? That too. Why, yeah, she has to protect Sansa, I guess. But still, I don't. Yeah, she should have died. She should have died. Had a. She should have had a, a a heroic, or at least a touching death scene. Nothing. So no, Nothing. she's useless. She got to sleep with a guy who did not have a touching death scene. <laughs> yeah. um, how about Samwell? Um, yeah, very useless. Well, no, no, no. So you you can't say he's useless this season because of his secret telling in the beginning of the season that he did tell started a, a lot of controversy. Now I know it wasn't just him, but like he tells John. So, um, and then John like confirms with Bran because let's be honest, Bran wouldn't have told John. Bran is just going to sit in his chair and do nothing. So okay. Bran wouldn't have told John unless John confronted him about it. So I think you know Sam. Yeah, you know who the most useful character. Oh, how about this? Here's another. Gendry. Gendry. Arya's side piece. Yeah, very useless. Now that I'm thinking about that one too. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, lost potential. I'll say that because <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's a Gendry Arya storyline, and it's a good storyline that fans like, right? Um, and instead of making it useful, say you know the custom weapon that she had being sculpted for her. To be what she actually used to kill the Night King, instead of yeah. being a weapon that was never seen. Right. Um, instead <laughs> of that, you know, they chose to do an awkward sex scene instead of having some significant actual plot importance to Gendry. So, yeah, very useless. Okay, um, and last but not least, uh, who do you know? Who the most? I know who the most useful character is. Do useful. you? Useful. Um, I mean, not off the top of my head. Uh, I guess uh, Tyrion, maybe, maybe, but Melisandre. Oh yeah, the true. Red Witch. True. Yes. 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 Of course. Basically, sending Arya on her mission to kill the Night King. Yep. 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 Lighting that that thing on fire. She was yeah. at least doing things. She was the Lord. She was essentially. I mean, the whole Lord of Light thing. That was actually a storyline that carried through and and right. paid off in some way. Yeah. Um, and she got her death. She got yeah, her death. That's true. So yeah, so she was useful for sure. Very, very useful. All right. So that about wraps it up with Game of Thrones. We had to do it. We're very confused and upset. Yep. Um, I don't want it to go out like this. There's still a chance well, to save it. Well, yeah, I, well, last thing. What's your what's your final thought as far as what's gonna happen next week? So 
what I want to say is, I don't know. It's so crazy. I don't know. But this season's been very predictable. Yeah. And I kind of hate it. So it's going to be a brand sense uh, thing. Like there's going to be something with those two. Um, or, I mean, obviously John and Danny have to figure out what's going on there, but they'll figure that out. I Like whatever twist it's going to be, it's either going to be with Bran or Sansa. And I think maybe Arya got pregnant. Oh, with, really? With a Stark baby and a Targaryen baby. Hmm. F- future king. Interesting. Because he, he's, a, he's a, no, not a, a Baratheon, sorry. A Baratheon, yeah, yeah, Baratheon Stark baby. Baratheon yeah. Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Gendry. Okay, that'd be interesting. Gendry hooked um, it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that would that would make Gendry useful. In the, right, that's that the would, case. That would yeah, put him um, in the other category. I'm not sure about that one because being the finale, I don't know how that that plays in. I don't know how that comes to fruition. Um, I, I think it's going to be. I think Jon Snow is going to end up on the throne at the end of the next episode. It's going to be the most like just like however many levels deep you think this is going. Subtract five levels from that, and that's how deep I think this will go. I really think that too, like, and I hate it. It's going to be like Jon's going to so. John will come back to being like I shouldn't have. I should have listened to my family. Arya, he's gonna realize Arya almost died and all of that. Like, cause they mm-hmm. they reference how close she was to dying several times. So oh, yeah. Arya is gonna be like John. I was down there. Like I saw so many innocent mothers and children dying. Like this is ridiculous. And John's gonna like finally wake up and be like, Oh yeah. She's be like, I guess she's gonna, she's my queen. I guess I she's my queen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'll keep saying that, and then at some point, <laughs> someone else will kill Danny. I think it won't be John. Someone, someone else will kill Danny. I think it's gonna be Arya. Um, and uh, the, hey, the, there's still the thing about Arya, uh, uh, the green eyes part. She True. she didn't kill Cersei. Danny's got green eyes. So does she? Uh, yeah. Um, wow. So that's the last thing. I'll, I think Arya kills her, and I think John is on the throne, and that's like as deep as this thing goes. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. And I'll be pissed. Because I think if Bran has no further thing, then what I just said about that is put in stone as far as my take. My take is is pending episode six. But my take on Bran pending that is that, you know, I, I said it before. So I am I am nervous. A lot rides yeah. on this episode. There's and a I don't, lot I have riding no on I, it. How are they going to land this plane? I don't know. Great question. I have no yeah. idea. <sighs> All right. So that wraps it up with pop culture and Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, hopefully if, if it's a mind blowing episode, we'll be back next week as well. Um, but do you think it's time to move into sports? I think so. Let's do, do a quick little sports section. Let's do a quick little sports section. The Monster Jam. Alrighty sports. So, um, we obviously have sports going on. Uh, we're going to not talk hockey today. Uh, I can potentially talk hockey next episode. Um, the Bruins are looking like they have a good chance of advancing to the cup final, which is mm. uh, great for me, obviously. But uh, we won't talk about that yet because the finals are not set yet. Um, My only a quick question about hockey: How mad will you be if the Sox win, the Pats win, and the Bruins win, <laughs> and, the and the Celtics didn't? Just, just and the Celtics, Celtics implode. implode. I will not be mad. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but but yes, point but taken. How cool would that point have been? If all four point could taken win? is yeah. that it actually had a legit chance of happening. Um, especially if someone beats the Warriors, then you'd be like, damn, like someone beat the Warriors and yeah. But so anyway, um, so valid point basketball though. Uh, we'll start with the draft lottery. Uh, the Pelicans shock everyone by getting picked out as the number one pick and New York Knicks Pelicans. fans everywhere are, t- are just hating their life. The Knicks get the number three pick. 
Um, Pelicans get one. Memphis Grizzlies get two. Knicks get three. And the Lakers jump up to four. So teams that were outside the top four, three of them jump up into the top four and get these picks. Uh, Pelicans got Zion. What's your what's your take? I have two separate takes. Um, Pelicans getting Zion is the worst thing that could happen for the NBA. Really? Okay. <laughs> I think so. I think the Pelicans are a garbage franchise in rebuilding mode that are literally just swapping out <laughs> game-changing centers who they will probably do nothing with because they're poorly run. Yeah. Um, like they had Anthony Davis for seven years, one of the best players to come out of college in... 10 years, yeah, right? He's like, probably a top he's not, five player in the NBA. Yeah. He, I, yeah, he goes to another team and he's going to dominate and they're going to win a championship or at least be make the playoffs consistently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they did nothing with him. So this is a bad this is a bad case scenario. Uh, maybe not worst, but we'll see. Um, next, the draft lottery, the new system where teams can jump in and they just get more like they try to do it to end tanking. Yeah. It's going to have the opposite effect. Knowing you that the Lakers so? got... I think so. Now I'm mad that the Magic made the playoffs. True. Like now teams are going to be fighting not oh, to make to the eight seed. Oh, trying to not make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Like teams are going to be like, I'd rather be the the five than the seven or eight because if I'm the five, I have a better chance of getting the one. You know. So yeah. I, I don't. I mean, we'll see how it pans out, but I think this is bad that now. Now anyone at the in at, towards the bottom has a chance rather than just the last person. I think. Yeah. Now it's like teams don't see, I, have I to. I think it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll, I'll we'll hear your take. We'll we'll see how it pans out. But um, like Lakers getting four is psycho, and now that's, that is crazy. We'll see. Yeah. It, it changes a lot of dynamics with the Anthony Davis situation too. Uh, that 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 situation we won't break it all down right now. But that got a lot more interesting with this draft lottery, with a the Pelicans getting number one, and then the Lakers getting all the way up to four and having another big trade chip that they can offer the Pelicans in that potential trade. You know, um, I think that the new system, uh, I, I think in theory, it should eliminate the tanking for the one. But like, like you, you, the Knicks had a 14% chance of getting the number one pick 14%. Yeah. They were the last place team, 14% chance. Like there's no sense in tanking for the last position in the league at this point, but you're right. Um, Tanking to miss the playoffs is going to be a thing because like now everyone's got a shot. I mean, you you're, you finish dead last, you get a fourteen percent chance. If you are the last team out of the playoffs, you get a one percent chance. So like it's fourteen percent versus one percent. Like everyone's got a shot there. Like it's not like you're up against like you know there is no team with more than a fourteen percent chance. So um, I think you're right that it's going to have more teams wanting to be in the lottery. Um. And so that, you know, is that th- that ends up being a net negative, probably because you're eliminating the bottom three teams like so. Yeah, the bottom three teams aren't going to be fighting to finish last anymore. But now you have but now 14 now teams mo- that are going to try to get into the lottery, you know, right now, four through six are going to fight to get to three. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. I, I it may work. It may not. We'll have to see. But yeah, uh, I don't I don't have the solution for fixing any of this in the NBA, but I don't think right. this is it necessarily. Um, yeah. Why don't they just, well, ah, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's move on. So the conference finals are set. It's the Warriors and the Blazers, which will probably be a sweep, uh, and the Bucks and the Raptors, which should be a good series. So uh, Kawhi hits an insane Game 7 buzzer beater during Game of Thrones, um, so which a lot of people missed live because of that. But 
uh, takes like four bounces on the rim and goes in at the buzzer. The first buzzer beating game seven victory in NBA history. Uh, really? tr- a true buzzer beating, like no time, like game I is did over. Not know that. Um, they, they, they mentioned that to Kawhi in his press conference and he reacted exactly how you expect he reacted, which was, he did not react. Um, (laughs) so had no reaction, had no emotions. (laughs) Dude, Kawhi's the worst. (laughs) I hate Kawhi Leonard. Um, I love Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I love Kawhi Leonard's demeanor after spending a season having Kyrie Irving on my team. So I guess that's true. (laughs) Um, but uh, so yeah, so the Bucks and Raptors. What are your? I mean, I don't know. Do you have a take on either of these series? Um, Warriors Blazers. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on because I want the Blazers to win. A big Dame Dash fan. Blazers are fun. Who are Blazers fans? They're fun. Uh, Warriors should win easily. Yeah. Bucks Raptors. I hate Kawhi. I think the Raptors don't deserve to be in it. Um, they play good D. They have no personality. The Bucks are fun. They play good D and good offense, and they have one of the most fun players in the NBA in Giannis. So I'm rooting for the Bucks. I think that'll probably go game set seven games, maybe maybe six bucks, but I'm picking Bucks Warriors in the finals. Yeah, I think Bucks are I I agree. It's gonna be Bucks and Warriors, I think. Um Kawhi's playing out of his mind. I mean I mean they took this they went seven with the Sixers. Kawhi had one of the best series of all time. I, there there's only been two players who have scored more points in a series than Kawhi just scored. And he shot like fifty percent or sixty percent or something like like that was he was otherworldly in that series and it still took him seven um, without without home court I, I think the Bucks are going to win this series against the Raptors I, I agree with you I don't think the Raptors are that good I think Kawhi is the only thing that's been keeping them afloat the way he's played uh, and you know to your point about not liking Kawhi a lot of people are forgetting about all that BS with Kawhi last year <laughs> which yeah. is like people are instantly forgetting that because. Of how robotic, Good they how are. robotic, and in fairness, yes, it appears that he like Kawhi cares about nothing but just going out there and, and trying and winning, and, and I that is what it appears. But he did just completely quit on the Spurs, so it, it is you got to reconcile that a little bit um, when you're doing a character assessment on Kawhi. So, right, um, so we'll see. But I agree with you, Bucks and Warriors is what I expect, um, and I do expect the Warriors to beat the Bucks. But I think. The Bucks can at least give them a challenge because they, you know, we've seen the Bucks be very impressive so far in these playoffs. Um, Let's go Bucks, baby! Yeah, it's go Bucks. I, I am also rooting for the Bucks. I, I have no hostility to the Bucks because I, I, I blame the Celtics entirely for their loss, and I just think the Bucks were the Bucks are just good, and and I have no, I don't have that bad taste that you sometimes have against a team that beats you when you feel like you should have beat them. There's no yeah, the Celtics shouldn't they, have beat the Bucks at all. Like the, they're likable. Yeah. yeah, the Bucks so. are likable. So there you go. There's your your quick NBA breakdown. Any other thoughts on sports? No more thoughts on sports. Any Tiger Woods um, takes you want to throw out there? <laughs> no, I will not. Never have another Tiger Woods take for the rest of my life. <laughs> probably another. Probably never have another golf take for the rest of my life. So I, that right. was bad. Excellent. <laughs> um, so brings us to the final drive. You want to go first? Or you want to go second? What do you think, Derek? I'm thinking you want to go first. I'm gonna go first. All right. Um, nice job. Because I told you before <laughs> yeah. this started. Um. Uh, so I'm going to go with, uh, true to my word, I'm going to say uh, something that Sean would appreciate. So Sean is a big cyclist. He's also a big sailor. He's big into like white waspy sports. Um, so the Tour of California, do you know what that is? Well, you do now because we, we were talking to Sean do before now. that. But America has a Tour de France. So it's not the biggest um, cycling race in the world, um, but it is the biggest in America, and, and everyone competes in it. So it's called the Tour of California. It's happening right now. It changes cities in California 
um, every year, and this year it is in Sacramento. All right. Um, I know nothing else about it, but <laughs> it's a nice tidbit, a nice piece of information that's happening as we speak. That they're finishing right now, um, and it's the biggest cycling event in America. It's called, and they, it's not called the Tour de California, which is ridiculous. It's called the Tour <laughs> of California. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. so stupid. Um, anyway, if you're into cycling, check it out. If you're not, maybe it'll be a trivia question at the brewery next Tuesday. True, true. There you go. And that's my final drive. Nice, short, and sweet final drive. Shout out that's to the my final, fans. That's my final cycle. <laughs> um, drive like a bike. Yeah, I gotcha. You I get gotcha. it? It's good, yeah. It's good. Thanks, man. Um, my final drive will be another Netflix show uh, that I've watched a couple episodes of at the recommendation of someone. Uh, which is called The OA on Netflix. Um, it's a very confusing show when you first start watching it. Um, so you have to bear with it. From what I've been told, season two is awesome. Uh, I've all, I'm still early. I'm only about, I think, three or four episodes into season one. Um, I think it's like 10 episodes per season. Um, so I'm very early in it. But it is a confusing show about this girl who um, is uh, blind. She's blind as a child i believe but like she she becomes blind she wasn't always blind uh and then she comes back from having been disappeared for like seven years or something or eight years and she's no longer blind um and she like everyone's trying to like help her but she's being all weird about how she needs to find these people and help them and she like doesn't she can't tell anyone what's going on and so it's kind of told in a way her past is being told as she's like telling people sort of so it's like a unique storytelling style um so it's it's hard for me to summarize it better than that it's i'm only a few episodes in but i give it good ratings as far as something to try um and i can't give a true verdict on it yet but i think it's it's caught my interest a bit and uh we'll see Hmm. how it goes so it's very um i don't want to call it science fiction because there's nothing super unrealistic happening yet other than like kind of the whole being blind and then not being blind um but 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 it's it, it appears like what you get at clued into is that she's part she was part of some science experiment and she escaped is, is kind of the vibe that you Ooh. get you get that vibe but nothing is clear because she's just like telling pieces of it as it goes so it's interesting interesting yeah all right well i've heard good things yeah. from other people as well and, so. and like i said someone told me that's that they wanted to quit after season one and then season two was awesome so i kind of have to wait and see how it goes dope so um cool well that that about does yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Episode 130. Episode 130 is in the books. Thanks again to Sean for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Sean. In the beginning, uh, calling out Steve's awful take. And um, that's it for 130. I guess we'll, pro- we'll we'll see how Game of Thrones goes, but we'll probably be back next time for 131. So we'll see. But be ready for episode 131. Later days.